1: Log Talk Radio. Yeah.
0: Broke every law except for one, babe Attraction, are you ready? I know you feel it, fool, you need near it If you feel it again Oh, I wanna do something right Wish we could do something better Ain't no time like right tonight And we ain't tryna save it for later Stay out here, living in the night. Yeah, nobody cares who we got tomorrow Got the love from my life and let some other one tomorrow oh. Tonight, tonight, come on, surrender I will you to stay
2: Hello, everyone, and we would like to welcome you to the new All-You-Need-To-Know Radio. All-You-Need-To-Know about credit, financial problems, and we even talk about entertainment. We also talk about politics. So everyone, sit back, relax, grab your favorite cocktail or beverage. Now, here is one of the most educational and informative and entertaining shows on the radio Today, get ready, and don't miss the all-new, all-you-need-to-know radio, because America and everyone around the world, it starts
0: right now. There's only two types of people in the world, the and
2: All right, everybody, we would like to welcome everyone around the world and beyond. My name is Luke Diesel. This is All You Need to Know Radio, heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio, with my amazing and beautiful and fabulous co-host, Robin.
3: Oh, I'm blushing. (laughs)
2: Hello. And you can hear us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, And, you know, like the intro was saying, everybody, we are going to be talking about everything from politics, things that are going on in the world. We have a jammed, packed show for you today, so we need to get to it. So let's get going. First of all, we are going to be talking about the tragedy, the travesty of what is going on. I don't even know how far. How far is Syria from us, Robin? I
3: don't know. Thousands of miles.
2: Thousands and thousands of miles. Let's just say that.
0: Probably thousands
2: average. and thousands of miles. We're going to be talking about, you know, you know, is it is it our fight? You know, the president is asking permission. Yes, the president of the United States is asking permission if he can launch a military strike against Syria because they used chemical weapons. We'll get into that. Also, we have our ever-popular song pick of the week. So excited about that. That's by a major superstar. Then we have a very special guest. His name is John Hargrove. He is a former killer whale trainer with SeaWorld. There is a current movie out right now that is a documentary, kind of, and we'll go into that and talk to him a little bit about that. Um, It's about the way that SeaWorld makes... Billions of dollars off of the entertainment of the whales and they don't take care of them and uh, he's going to join us live and so make sure that you stay tuned for that. Robin, what's yeah. your opinion on what's going on in Syria?
3: Oh, I'm, first of I'm all, very... first of
2: all, we need to tell people what's going on in Syria. So
3: right. Go re- ahead. recap that. Okay, well, there's the nerve gas. And, uh, released and thousands of people Have died including over 400 children It's been the news that we've Gotten and you know we can only go By what the media And the politicians Tell us we don't have any first Hand it's very Convoluted you know it's it's Just it's a sad thing I guess One we don't know For sure who Let the nerve gas go On the people but Assad is such an, to me, from everything I've read about him, such an evil person. That He's a I,
2: dictator. He's a tyrant. I
3: think that he could even make it look like the terrorist or al-Qaeda had something to do with it. It's interesting that none of his areas were targeted. It was other areas that did not affect him. Uh, you know, and Speaker Boehner is in support of it. John Kerry is in support of it. I guess we've got to wait on Congress to the Senate passed it. I guess we've got what was it ten to seven right, and I guess we've got to wait on Congress for next week
2: well, and believe right. it or not, John McCain voted for it
3: well it's it's like how can we let this happen to other people if we don't stand up? who will We just gotta hope that President Obama does his limited proportional response with no boots on the ground. I'm not ready to... And he said this is not going to be in Iraq. This is not going to be another Afghanistan. So I just want to believe that he's just going to send, I guess, missiles or whatever they send, and maybe they can have special sensors. You know, there's so much we don't know the military has, all those secrets. Maybe they can sense chemicals in the air over a certain building and know which ones to strike. I don't want any other innocent... People to get hurt, but
0: this well, happens.
3: They've crossed the line, and the line was drawn years and years ago, right? You know, like World War One or something. That you, you did not do something that was not the international norm. You don't, you don't kill your own people and slaughter them and and genocide and all of that. This has been. It's just you know, it's just human nature. It's just supposed to be uh, the way we treat each other.
2: Absolutely, and, and the thing is, is that. I'm having a problem with the President of the United States of America thinking that he doesn't have the authority to launch without having to get the approval of Congress. And I've done a lot of research on this, and I want to get your input on this. And if you'd like to join us live in the studio, you are more than welcome to call 619-638-8513. That is 619-638-8513. Press 1 so the producer will know you'd like to be part of the show. We want to know, is this our fight? You know, this guy, supposedly, from all the evidence we are hearing, and from everything I'm reading and the pictures that I'm seeing,
3: Horrible.
2: He launched military weapons against his own people. And it's not military weapons. Let me back up. Gosh, I wish it was military weapons. And I know that sounds horrible, but this was chemical weapons.
0: Warfare. And
2: when you when you involve chemical weapons, you change the game, in my opinion.
3: And he's done it several times. And
2: I'm disappointed in the president for not just taking action. And I'm going to tell you why when we come back. The thing is, is that – so, Robin, I need you to remind me that I said I was going to do that. Okay. Because – I've got a good reason, you know, that's what we want to, I want to talk about it here, Uh, just to find out, you know, what people's thought process uh, is. Once again, we are talking about the Syrian regime, they released chemical weapons on their own people, killing 1,400 people, senselessly, almost 500 of those were innocent children, no excuse. So, I want to know what you think, guys. Give us a call live in the studio right now at 619-638-8513. That is 619-638-8513. Don't forget to push the little one on your button on your phone so the producer will know you'd like to be live in the studio with us. Is this our fight? Should we launch against Syria? You're listening to All You Need to Know Radio, and I'm your host, Luke Diesel, With the amazing
0: Robin.
2: We'll be right back.
1: Are you political, Mr. Gaines?
0: No, sir. Good.
1: We have no tolerance for politics at the White House.
0: I'm Cecil Gaines. I'm a new butler. You hear nothing, you see nothing. You only serve. You know he got that job himself. The White House called him. He didn't call the White
3: House. I want to hear all
0: the stories. I don't know how many stories you're going to hear, because they gonna swore to him with some kind of secret code. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. You go to an all-colored school, Cecil? I didn't go to school, Miss President. I grew up on a cotton ball. Get back to work. Don't you lose your temper with that man? It's his world. We just living in it. About time you go ahead on your own. You looking for some help? We he done broke our window. You done stole our food. And now you asking for a job? I know how to serve. They say this new white boy is smooth. I am thrilled to be working with all of you over the next four years. Dr. King. What did your daddy do? He's a brother. Young brother, the black domestic play an important role in our history. Something special is going on down here, there. not Miss I
1: know your son is a freedom rider.
0: Turn the bus! Everybody
1: out! No, I never understood what you all really went through. You've changed my heart. There's this whole
0: black power movement going on. I gave him the green light to gut those sons of bitches. You know what they're gonna do to you? They're gonna kill you. This country treats us like not No. love my friend. Eat to go. What? Get the hell out of
1: here. I'm sorry, Mr. Butler. I didn't mean to make funny a hero.
0: Now that is ridiculous. Hello,
2: and welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, Luke Diesel, with the amazing... Robin. And we are talking today about what is going on in Syria. If you're just joining us today, this is All You Need to Know Radio. And on this show, we talk about anything and everything that affects a consumer's pocketbook, from your credit report to to finances... And we go as far as talking about entertainment. Today, we're talking about politics. Because that's what's kind of being played in Syria right now. Wouldn't you agree, Robin?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do agree. And you, you what you were closing out the last segment was why you think President Obama is waiting on support from Congress and the Senate.
2: Right. And which I, what I don't get, because – he can't be reelected, so why not just order the strike and then tell the American people about it?
3: Well, maybe he's looking forward as far as how it will affect future democratic candidates. you know he's a democratic president. Hillary Clinton. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. and which I think she is in support of this she is but maybe you know he's he's such a rule follower to me he he wants and he wants i think he wants people to like him, so he wants to get approval. He wants to step forward with support, and like it's a, like he's not being a dictator, like he's not just taking over and making the decision. He's wanting people to support and give him other ideas. You know, there's other options they might could take before the military strike, Now, I think they're looking at some of those. I think it's Bernie Sanders that's talking about um, there might be some other options to try first and that they're asking for a few more tests, like another couple of weeks of testing done so they can make sure that it's it's what they've been told that it is. But I th- I thought that they already had that, I don't know how you say it, S-A-R-I-N, or if it's sarin or sarin, that ingredient in the nerve gas, which proves that it was nerve gas. And um, I think the French government is in support of them. That's the only one that's come forward so far.
2: While we've been on the air, I just got an email from Kendall and it says, German intelligence verifies Syrian fighters' jets jets are dropping napalm on a preliminary school, according to BBC.
3: A primary school? Yes. Okay. That's like an elementary, I guess.
2: Hmm. It's not good.
3: It's not good
2: at all. No. com is reporting British military scientists found traces of sarin gas in soil and clothing taken from right the people that they treated near the site. Right. And an alleged chemical weapons attack outside Syria's capital, the Prime Minister's office said Thursday. Scientists at the oh gosh, I'm getting depressed reading this, sorry. <laughs> Uh, Porton Down Military Laboratory concluded the samples were likely were unlikely to have been faked. Do you yeah. hear that, everybody? Okay. Unlikely to be faked.
3: I think the big question that a lot of people are not wanting to go into it is they want Syria to handle their own thing. They're not sure if the Syrian government really did it or if it was terrorists or Al Qaeda or whoever is opposing Assad, and they want them to handle their own problems. But if it starts reaching out and affecting other areas close to Syria, and, you know, it's, uh, rockets can go a little bit further if he deploys anything else. Yeah, and the thing is... I think he's trying to push President Obama's button. I think he said, okay, you didn't do anything when I did a, a few little things months ago. Now I've done something bigger, and now I'm doing something even bigger. I think he's trying to stir something up.
2: Well, and the thing is, is that since we didn't do anything... I'm not really worried about what the Syrian government or the Syrian – yeah, the Syrian government think about us because after President Obama's speech, they went in the media and reported that the president of the United States was a coward.
3: They're still trying to egg him on. They're still
2: trying to egg him on. I get that. But here's the problem that I've got with this. Whatever happened to the element of surprise? I mean, now... Sometimes,
3: you know, if, if a bully or someone steps up and you threaten to do this, they back off. Sometimes that works. Maybe he thought they would back off and realize, you know, you don't want the United States as your enemy, totally, and coming after you. That would calm me down. if I. This is a poor little country. It's not like it's Russia or something or or China or Japan. I mean, this is just a little country, but it's a a very viable and specific little country that can affect all the other areas and i read something i don't know if it's true but i read when they somebody a reporter said well how are we going to pay for all this because it's twenty five million to keep the you know the aircraft carriers out in the ocean out there and it's it's some seven million dollars for the uh... different missiles that we're using and it's going to add up to a hundred million dollars quickly that's you know i think per day or something um, I read someone said that the I believe the Saudi Arabians, Arabians have offered to pay for it.
2: I heard something to that Did effect you hear too. About that? Yeah, listen, breaking they news. They don't want
3: Syria sending something there, way. they're awful
1: close.
2: Breaking news: and, uh, CNN uh, is reporting the world is waiting to see whether the United States will strike against the Syrian regime and whether anyone will join in. U.S. President Obama said no doubt Syria used chemical weapons on its own civilians on August 21st. And he wants to launch attacks, but he first wants to get Congress approval. That's not breaking news. This is the latest. The Senate Foreign Relations Committee will take up a revised authorization bill tomorrow for the use of force in Syria. Democratic sources have told CNN the bill limits the authorization to 60 days. With an option for an additional thirty days' deadline and makes it clear there will be no u s boots on the ground, this according to a copy of the text provided by the legislative source.
0: Mhm
2: see, but the closer this gets,
3: it could start fanning out too. I mean,
2: I'm hopeful, you know,
3: let's just see how it plays out. I mean, we'll find out in the next week. I think the Congress meets next Wednesday.
2: Yeah, there was a survey that was conducted by the polling agency, and I'm not reading the long-ass name because this is ridiculous. After the British vote found economic sanctions to be the most popular course of action in three countries' polls, Mm -hmm. more than half of Germans, 55 percent, backed tightening economic sanctions, while 40 percent... 46% 46% of British people, and 39% of French people did. Poll respondents were allowed to choose more than one option for a list of more appropriate responses, which including tightening sanctions, establishing a no-fly zone over Syria, striking Syria with, met- with missiles, invading a ground force, and then doing nothing. More than one in five Germans favored doing nothing, 22% as did more than one in four French people, 27% and nearly one in three British people for
3: 30%. It's just a sad situation that people have to die. You know, there's some crazy dictators out there, and it seems like no matter what you do, they're just crazy in the head.
2: But isn't it our fight? What do you think? Do you think it's our fight?
3: I, I just—it's hard for me, you know. Like your your guest that's on the show today, our guest that's on the show today. It's hard for me to see anything innocent hurt. It's really heartbreaking, and I don't know the outcome of what our response is going to start domino and what effect it will have. But it's hard to just turn your back and say, "Oh, they're just a bunch of Syrian crazy people." And just let them kill each other. It's it's when you see faces. Did you see the video on MSNBC about the rebels shooting the Syrian soldiers and then dumping them all in a grave? It's very graphic.
2: I did, and we're we're actually starting to see more graphic photos than I think we've ever seen.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, will you hear what that music here means, Robin?
0: Uh,
3: is it my favorite part? <laughs>
2: no, that's coming.
3: Okay. All
2: right. <laughs> that means we need to take a quick break and pay some bills You are listening to All You Need to Know Radio Heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio Every third Thursday at 6pm Central Standard Time I am Luke Diesel, your host With the amazing and fabulous and beautiful Robin Say hi And coming up we have our ever popular song pick of the week And then we have... Mr. John Hargrove, a former killer whale trainer with SeaWorld. We're going to talk about the movie Blackfish. This is a movie you've got to see. We're going to play a preview of the movie right now. This is this is All You Need to Know Radio. I'm Luke Diesel.
0: Don't touch that
2: dial if you'd like to join us live in the studio. 619-638-8513. Don't forget to push the one on your phone so the producer knows you want to be part of the show. Also, coming up on the show, anybody out there want to win OTEP? Hydra, her latest CD. We have some tour information coming up in our entertainment news. We'll be right back. Whoa
0: look into their eyes, you know somebody is home. They're an animal that possesses great spiritual power not to be meddled with. Orange County Sheriff's Office.
1: We need SO to respond for a dead person at SeaWorld. A whale is eaten one of the trainers.
3: Tilikum, though, is the one that went after her. Don
0: is the senior trainer here at Shamu Stadium.
1: She captured what it means to be a SeaWorld trainer, and it made me realize what happened to her really could have happened to anyone.
0: I've been expecting somebody to be killed by a telecom. We weren't told much about it, other than it was trainer error. It didn't just happen. It's not a singular event. You have to go back to
1: understand this. The speedboat herded the man, and they could just pick out the young ones. This is the worst thing that I've ever done.
0: When Tillicum arrived at SeaWorld, he was twice as large as the next animal. We stored these
1: whales in
2: what we call a module, which was 20 feet across and 30 feet deep, and the lights were all turned
0: out. Probably led to what I think is a psychosis. (laughs) in captivity
3: are all psychologically traumatized it's not just telecom if you were in a bathtub for 25 years don't you think you'd get a little psychotic
2: don would tell you that it was her mistake they blamed her
0: it's just a
1: bold-faced lie
0: i was just instructed to get rid of the day the industry has a vested interest in spinning these. That sells a lot of shampoo dolls, it sells a lot of tickets at the gate. There's no record of an orca doing any harm in the wild.
2: This evening, neighbor.
1: I need a lap dance, table five. Don't get too close. The guy smells like asparagus pee and he's got a hook hand. You're not a neighbor. You're a pot dealer. I have a midge of marijuana down in Mexico. Bring it back here by Sunday night. I will pay you
2: $100,000. What the hell's that? I bought an orca. I make a lot of money. You're
1: probably going to get searched at the border. You could wear a disguise. Bane from Batman, something like that.
0: Oh, there's no drugs in here. You got nothing to worry about.
2: How would you like to make 10 grand?
0: Drug dealing? It's not drug dealing. It's smuggling. Me? Crossing the border alone? Huge red flag. But families, Uh-oh. hi! they don't get a second look. So I need you to be my wife. Come
2: on. Look, I hired this dork that lives in my building and a little gutter punk. Kenny, meet your new
0: sister. We
1: just have to dress up like a squeaky clean all-American family.
2: This is my son, Kenny Miller, and my lovely daughter,
0: Casey? Casey?
2: hola I'm here to pick up a smidge of pot. This is
0: not a smidge. You got me moving enough weed to kill Willie Nelson, man. Is that part of your plan? You folks can make camp with the Fitzgeralds tonight. when well, you've been married as long as we have. You're looking to spice things up a bit. I've never touched another woman before. I would be okay with that. So I guess we're swinging mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Here we go. I'll touch you if you touch me. I really like your family. Is you
1: know what that is? Is that or, a cucumber? Um,
0: They're interesting. It's a big black penis. It's
1: a skateboard. Yeah. Skateboard, great. Of
0: course it is. The
1: big black skateboard. Turns out that we stole from an international drug dealer. You all die now, is a family
0: We're not even a real family. My
2: wife? She's just a cheap stripper.
0: Okay, prove it. Let's just make shake your money. Make baby. I'ma show you
1: how. Have some respect. That's your mother.
3: We have been shot at. Go, go, go! Kenny's been bitten by a tarantula.
1: I can't feel my bingo. Will you relax? How about a little music? I've seen a rainbow yesterday, but too many storms have come and gone. Leaving a trace of not what God-given me. Is it because my life in ten shades of gray? I pray all ten fade away, seldom praising for the sunny day. Oh. Go, go, oh. go!
0: Doom doom
2: All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, Luke Diesel, with the amazing and fabulous Robin. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking about what's going on in Syria. We're going to break from that for just a second, and we are going to do our song pick of the week. It is by the amazing Katy Perry. She is cleaning up on iTunes. She's had eight number one hit. It's either 18 or eight number one hits on Hot 100. I'm going to have to research that and find out which one it is. Also, we've got John Hargrove, a former killer whale trainer, joining us that we are going to be talking about the movie Blackfish in studios now, I mean in theaters now, excuse me. Right now, this is our song pick of the week. And America and everyone around the world. It's new, it's dangerous, and it's in your face. It's Katy Perry and it's called Roar. And it's roaring up the charts. It's already number one. I want you to take a listen. This is a this is all you need to know radio's song pick of the week. Katy Perry Roar. Here you go. Everybody, that was our song pick of the week, and that was Katy Perry "Roar." Have you ever heard that, Robin? Oh yeah. Okay, what do you think of it? I like it. Well, of course you like it. You had a choice in picking the song pick of the week. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so let's real quick. We're ta- we were talking about Syria. And uh, if you want to read more about that, you can go to our Facebook and Twitter. You're welcome to follow us on Facebook at All You Need to Know Radio. You're also welcome to follow us on Twitter by the same name. We are just so excited and thrilled of all the followers we have and so excited to look and see what we have after the show. So let's move on a little bit. And right now... You've already heard this once, or if you were if you joined us earlier, we're going to play the uh, trailer for the movie Blackfish. Now, this movie is a movie that focuses on the treatment of killer whales. We are going to have one of their longtime former employees from SeaWorld join us here in just a couple of seconds to tell you his take on how SeaWorld actually does the whales. Here you go. Let's take a listen to this.
0: When
1: you look into their
0: eyes, you know somebody is home.
1: They're an animal that possesses great spiritual power not to be meddled with. Office. We need SO to respond for a dead person at SeaWorld.
0: A whale has eaten one of the trainers.
3: telecom though is the one that went after her.
0: Don is the senior trainer here at Shamu Stadium.
1: She captured what it means to be a SeaWorld trainer, that it made me realize what happened to her really could have happened to anyone.
0: I've been expecting somebody to be killed by a Tilikum. We weren't told much about it, other than it was trainer error. It didn't just happen. It's not a singular event. You have to go back to understand this. <laughs> the speedboat herded the in And they could just pick out the young ones.
1: This is the worst thing that I've ever done.
0: When Tilikum arrived at SeaWorld, he was twice as large as the next animal. We stored
2: these whales in what we call a module, which was 20 feet across and 30 feet deep, and the lights were all turned out. Probably led to what I
0: think is a psychosis.
3: All whales in captivity are all psychologically traumatized. It's not just telecoms. If you were in a bathtub for 25 years, don't you think you'd get a little psychotic?
2: Dawn would tell you that it was her mistake. They blamed
0: her just a bold-faced lie. I was just instructed to get rid of the day. The industry has vested interest in spinning these. That sells a lot of Shamu dolls. It sells a lot of tickets at the gate. There's no record of an orca doing any harm in the wild.
2: All right, everybody. Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. With I am Luke Diesel with the amazing Robin, and we are joined by a former killer whale trainer who is also in the new Mongolia Pictures, new movie, Blackfish, John Hargrove. Welcome, Mr. Hargrove. Do we have Mr. Hargrove? Luke, Robin, thank you for having me. Hello. Thank you so much for being yeah. with us. I'm excited to do this. All right, tell us what the movie Blackfish means to you.
1: Well, Blackfish, I really look at this movie for what it is. It's just a, it's a factual document. What it does is it's taking all of these past experiences and these uh, incidents that we've had with the whales, and decisions and directives that we were we were told to to uh, follow regarding the whales over all these years, but it was hidden from the public. It was kept secret from the public. And this film is just basically revealing all of that to the public. So, for example, a lot of the major water work incidents that you'll see in the film, before the film, the footage of all those aggressions was always just under lock and key, and only us experienced killer whale trainers could ever view it. But because Don – when Don was killed in the whole OSHA versus SeaWorld court case, then under the Freedom of Information Act, then that footage became available to uh, journalists. So that's how okay, that footage stop, ended let me up stop being in the film. Just, let me stop you for
2: just a second. You said when Don okay. was killed. Uh, explain to our audience who Don who
1: Don was. So Don Brantaw is uh, – she was a friend of mine. She was a trainer at SeaWorld of Florida. Uh, very experienced trainer. Don had sixteen years of experience. Um I really knew Dawn uh because she was best friends with Lindsay, another SeaWorld trainer, and Lindsay and I worked together in France at a Killer Well facility there. We were supervisors over there. So that's really how Don was in my life was through Lindsay. But Dawn very experienced, very high ranking trainer great relationship with Tillicum, the whale that killed her on February 24th, 2010. And how did that come about? So it was following a show, um, doing, and she was doing a dime with Shamu. I don't know if uh, for those of you who have never been to SeaWorld to explain it, it's it's um, it's not the main show that's out in the in the front show pool in the main stadium. It is a uh, and held in one of our back pools, our biggest back pool, where people can pay extra to eat their lunch poolside, and then we, the trainers, will do a small interaction with the whales. And it's always different. We use different whales and we vary it up. And so for this particular dine with Shamu, Don did it solo. Uh, with telecom and during that Dying with Samu uh, Interaction towards the very end of it. He grabbed her. He pulled her into the water Ultimately, he dismembered her I and mean, it's very graphic. Um, it wasn't just a simple drowning uh, It's surprising to me That you know most people even to this day uh, still believe that she was just drowned and you know unfortunately horrifically he scalped her. He tore off her left arm. He severed her spinal cord. Uh, and I could go on and on and on, but you get the point. Um, no, it was a
2: it's, simple drowning. It's a very, very sad experience. And well, unfortunately, media, unfortunately, uh, go ahead, Robin, I'm sorry.
3: I said the media promoted it. He just grabbed her by, I think it was her hair, her ponytail or something, didn't he? And that's how they promoted that she drowned. He pulled her under. And that's how we saw it,
1: that's right, and well, the first even went uh even simpler than that in the beginning, in the very beginning, the story was that she slipped and she fell in. And then when okay. eyewitnesses that were part guests that were at the Dine with Shamu actually saw Tillicum grab her and pull her in, then they changed their story, SeaWorld did, and said that he grabbed her by her ponytail and pulled her in. But then there was okay. actually uh, conflicting eyewitness testimony that said that Tillicum grabbed her by the arm and pulled mm. her in. And the reason why that it, that makes a difference is if – if SeaWorld can successfully spin it and make people think that he grabbed her hair and pulled her in, that's a much more benign act. It almost right.
3: Accident. They can almost yeah.
1: explain it like it was exploratory, he grabbed the hair, he didn't really realize he was pulling her under. They can kind of but. spin it that way, which was not at all what it was. What it was was a very intense aggressive he went for incident. Her. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was a very in, an intentional act, uh, and it was clearly aggressive, even though SeaWorld tries to spin it, and even to this day claims that Tillicum did not attack her, even though he dismembered her, which is outrageous.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, it is.
1: Well, and the
2: thing is also is the movie, while Don's death is very sad and very tragic, the movie focuses more on the treatment of the whales, which I found, Heartbreaking. So heartbreaking, and in fact, I'm not ashamed to say on on the, on my show that I was in tears because I know after you know growing up and going to Sea World all my life, I know that they make billions of dollars, and to see where the wells. Are cut and bleeding in, during shows. The, the, these animals are nothing more but entertainment to SeaWorld. And Absolutely. I, for one, will never go to SeaWorld again, ever. Never, ever, ever, um, after seeing
1: this movie, period. Well, I'm, I'm glad uh, to I hear you say yet. that because that's the only way we're going to get them to change is that if people right. stop going through, if people keep going through the turnstile and they still keep making the hundreds of millions of dollars of profit that they make every year, then their business model, they're still going to view it as a successful business model, and there's going to be no incentive for them to stop. But you guys know just like I do, you know, once you start cutting into those profits, um, they're going to change their business model when they lose enough profit. And, Luke, exactly like what you said, I mean, it's heartbreaking when you realize that these animals were treated nothing more still treated nothing more than just objects of just object. and property yeah. of a way – exactly property to uh it was really the better word it, you know property that gives them all this profit you know the killer whale mm-hmm. pools the Chandler stadiums at in California Florida and Texas are the same
0: pools
1: that are just sterile concrete pools with no environmental enrichment since the mid 1980s they have not updated those pools so so
3: they're just sad little creatures they're just said, yeah, and they're making hundreds of, of, hundreds of millions
1: of dollars of profit. But you have to help build roller coasters and renovate the barbecue restaurant and all these things. But the whales oh, sure. that are responsible for making you all this profit, and the whales never benefit from all of that profit. And that's what's so heartbreaking about it.
0: Do
3: you see that it's kind of similar to I mean, I don't even like going to the zoo and seeing animals in cages, but some of the zoos have made it more natural like for the tigers or the lions or the gorillas where it looks more like their natural habitat and the whales don't even have that one little pleasure they don't even have that as a as a respect
1: well and you know there are some also uh, some very clear rules uh, under the animal welfare act such as like whales have to have shade and uh there are whales um, it's not a Sea World facility It's Miami Seaquarium But Lolita And she doesn't even have a shade structure And that's against the law And yet they still get away with it uh, Why? I can't answer that I don't know It outrages uh, millions of people And people are um, being dedicated To try to fight for Lolita Just like there are people out there Fighting for the SeaWorld whales um, right. But yeah, it, it, it's just heartbreaking when you see that um, even laws that are out there that are on the books that are not very, um, you know, substantive, but they're not even following those rules, and these whales are still not even being given the legal rights that they're afforded. And those legal rights need to improve. I mean, come on. Those yeah. those laws that have been on the books for Animal Welfare Act, I mean, it's been decades. It's past time to change those and update it. Hey, hey, John, let me
2: stop you for a second. That music means what, Robin?
3: Uh, a break. <laughs> we need to go to a
2: quick break. Uh, John, can you stay with us for a few minutes? Absolutely. Okay, this is All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, Luke Diesel, with the amazing Robin. Robin. <laughs> and uh, we have a very special guest with us, uh, star of Blackfish the movie. We are talking about the treatment of killer whales at SeaWorld. This is some more of Katy Perry, and this was our song pick of the week. If you'd like to join us live and talk to John Hargrove live, you can call 619-638-8513. That is 619-638-8513, or if you just want to listen to the show. If you are listening to the show archived, do not dial that number. You will not get anyone. You are listening to All You Need to Know Radio, heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back here listen to Katy Perry roar.
0: Boys, you down, like something's gonna shake the ground. You help me sound Are you political, Mr. Gaines? No, sir. Good. We have no tolerance for politics at the White House. I'm Cecil Gaines. I'm a new butler. You hear nothing, you see nothing. You only serve. You know he got that job himself. The White House called him. He didn't call the White House. I want to hear all the stories. I don't know how many stories you're going to hear, because they done swore him with some kind of secret code. <laughs> I'm so proud of you you go to an all-colored school, Cecil? I didn't go to school, Miss President. I grew up on a cotton ball. Get back to work. Don't you lose your temper with that man. It's his world. We're just living in it. About time you go ahead of your own. You looking for some help? We done broke our window. He done stole our food. And now you're asking for a job? I know how to serve. They say this new white boy is smooth. I am thrilled to be working with all of you over the next four years. Dr. King. What do your daddy do? He's a brother. Young brother, the black domestic play an important role in our history. something special is going on down here, there? Miss I know your son is a freedom rider. Turn the bus!
1: Everybody out! No, I never understood what you all really went through you changed my
0: heart. There's this whole black power movement going on. I gave him the green light to gut those sons of bitches. You know what they're gonna do to you? They're gonna kill you. This country keeps us like dogs. And now, my friend, you need to go. What? Get the hell out of the house. I'm sorry, Mr. Butler. I didn't mean to make Funny a hero. <laughs> Everything you are and everything you have. Call to that butler.
2: Time to welcome everyone in the United States and around the world. You are listening to All You Need to Know Radio, heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. I am your host, Luke Diesel, with the amazing Robin. (laughs) And, uh, Robin, are you there? I am. Okay, and we are also being joined by... um, A very special guest, the amazing John J. Hargrove, former killer whale trainer with SeaWorld. We are talking about the movie Blackfish. Real quick, if you are an OTEP fan and you want to win a free CD, that's coming up at 6.57. Stay tuned. OTEP has a new tour going out. We're going to have information on that. Right, Robin?
3: Oh, yeah. Let's get back
2: to John right now about... We're talking about SeaWorld. Okay, no kind of transition, but that's what this this show is about, all you need to know. All you need to know about anything, this is, this is something that needs to come out. It is time for the truth about SeaWorld to come out. And it has been pushed to the media and pushed to the public by a million or billion dollar PR campaign that SeaWorld – is taking care of the animals, which is a flat lie. Right, John?
1: I would definitely say what they do is they exploit these animals for enormous amounts of greed. And killer whales, especially, their needs cannot fully be met in a captive environment. So just speaking from my own personal, personal experience, you know, like 14 years' experience over a 19-year period – I'd love to be able to sit here and tell you that those whales got everything that they needed, but the truth is is that we were not able to provide them with everything that they needed. And what's worse than that is SeaWorld could have and could still give them much, much more than what they have now, but they refuse to do so out of greed. They'd rather spend their money elsewhere renovating barbecue restaurants been giving these whales better habitats with environmental enrichment. So, um now, yeah, the agree killer with
3: whales did, did they stay are they naturally in pods or groups with like family and do they are they more singular and loner? How do, how do they act in the natural yeah, they, they, ocean?
1: They have uh, they have very strong family units called pods. And then you also have transient killer whales also that you can see uh, sometimes just as few as females, just, uh, you know, two or three animals can be spotted um, that are transients, but pods are typically much larger groups of whales. But their family units are extremely tight. Uh, you have females that are living to be 80, 90 years old, males 50, 60 years old in the wild. And what's happening in captivity at SeaWorld World. Especially now with artificial insemination, we're, you know, forcibly breeding these animals and then we're taking the calf away from the mother. Oh, Uh, my gosh. And I think of all the stories and the horrors about SeaWorld that, you know, people don't get because SeaWorld is brilliant at crafting their image. You know, they spend a lot of money on making that commercial just perfect. And I mean when you watch a Seaworld yeah. commercial, I mean you think, Oh, that's amazing and what a great life those whales have and look at. Yeah, they're just the out there having it. fun doing and,
0: tricks.
1: Yeah, and it's just it's their image. They're brilliant at crafting their image and I think that this movie what's so powerful is this the, this is the first time that SeaWorld has really had to battle uh that the truth is coming out, like you said, Luke. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're they've always gotten away with before that their commercials were sufficient. People coming to the park and seeing the lights and the shows and the screens and then how much we the trainers love those animals. That's where they truly Mm -hmm. exploited us because they needed us to sell the image. If people came Mm -hmm. to the park and they weren't quite sure about animals being in captivity, but they come to the park and they see how much we the trainers love those whales, then they leave there and they think, Well, I don't know it is they're happy. Yeah. But what people don't see what was happening behind closed doors is the directives that we were being given to, you know, let's we're going to forcibly, artificially inseminate this whale, then we're going to take the calf away from that mother, we're going to ship it to another park. You know, they don't see those types horrible. of cars going on. You know, we have, well, I, you know, I'll tell you what there's I'm a like pool, there. it's called a med pool, it's cheap for purposes for husbandry type type uh, procedures, it's only eight feet deep. We were regularly putting our whales, one or more whale, m- one or more whales into that med pool that's only eight feet deep every single show just for show reasons. It should never be acceptable that a killer whale never. has to stay in a pool that's eight feet deep. We're talking about a backyard swimming pool, and that's still right. going on today at SeaWorld. Well, real quick, about real quick, why you're in saying that, or I did,
2: John, real quick while you're saying that, I did some research and the CEO of SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment, which is kind of interesting the name, is Jim Atchinson. I'd like to take Mr. Atchinson and put him in a bathtub just for one night and just make him sit there for one night like he approves these wells to be done night after night.
0: Or
3: in a closet. I mean, you know, whales love water, so people like you know but land. they can't but move put, put them out in a shack somewhere. They can't wall 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 move the they can't
2: move in this deal. It, it it is such a small container that they house these wells in.
3: And I'm sure when you look in their eyes and they look back at you, I mean it's just heartbreaking. You know, there's there's a, a being there, there's a spirit inside that animal. Just I mean I'm almost in tears now thinking about it. It's just I bravo for making this movie and you know how to get more PR out there and we, gosh if we could get some movie stars some really famous 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 people that's you know brad pitt or somebody to jump on board i don't know what's all going on on your end but it seems well, like just that's recently, how changes.
1: just came on board and uh awesome. i know that matt damon is very very much against sea world awesome. he stated oh, so publicly wonderful. in a couple of interviews yeah so we have the we have some uh um famous people. Calvin Klein was not only uh at our New York premiere, but he was one of our, the hosts of our after party. So and oh, you that's know, wonderful. of course Calvin Klein, he's a legend, everybody knows. But yeah, yeah. so we have some big name people that that feel the way that we do and you know, and and I feel like, you know, this is not a lot to ask. Uh, of people we're not asking no. people to be anything that's radical we're asking people to exactly what you s- said to see that these are these animals they have souls they're 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 beings and they need you know to be cared for and treated humanely and not as exactly. objects for profit and for greed hey john and hey I john did- let
2: me stop you for a second I just cleared with our producer, if you don't mind staying with us. We're going to go over our normal hour show real quick, if that's okay with you. We need to give Absolutely. away – is that okay with you?
1: Absolutely. All Whatever right. you need to do.
2: Thank you so much, because we've got some pretty interesting information. We've heard some rumors that might be writing a book. We're going to talk about that. All right. Oh, cool. This is all you need to <laughs> And we are getting ready to um, give away some OTEP CDs. Her current CD out there is Hydra. So we're going to clear our phone lines. If you're on hold right now, hang up and call back. We are going to ask you and call 619-638-8513. Actually, if you're already on hold, stay on hold. That's fine. Call 619-638-8513. Make sure you press that one button so we will know you are on hold for the contest. Once again, 619-638-8513. If you want to win OTEP's current CD Hydra, she has a new tour that is going to hit basically the world, (laughs) in the United States at least. Uh, You can follow her on Facebook and Twitter. And I believe her tour date starts September the 20th in California. And I know she ends. I know she ends at the Whiskey A Go-Go. And I think she's in Dallas for Halloween, if I'm not mistaken. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. Go to her Facebook page and her Twitter. And uh, once again, if you want to win an OTEP Hydra, which is her current CD, call 619-638-8513. We are going to start taking your phone calls this way. We are going to give the area code and the first three digits of your phone number. Please say who you are and why you love OTEP. Here we go. Area code 847 305 who am I speaking with?
0: Tim from are you Chicago. there? Yes.
2: Okay, what was your name?
0: Tim from Chicago.
2: Hey, Tim, how are you?
0: Okay, how are you?
2: We're doing great. We actually have your number on caller ID. We are going to be calling you to give you OTEP's new, uh, her current CD, Hydra. Tell me why you love Otep.
0: Just, uh, just great
2: vibe and just great music all together. Have you actually had a chance to uh, see the new uh, video, Apex Predator?
1: No, I haven't.
2: It has something like over four hundred thousand people have watched it since it was released. I think it was released in February. So make sure you go on Vivo because you can't watch it on YouTube because it's banned for inappropriate content. <laughs> All right, Tim, you're listening to All You Need to Know Radio. Thank you so much. We'll be giving you a shout, okay? All right, let's take another call. 352 Who am I speaking with?
0: Hi, um, this is Justice from Florida.
2: What was your name again?
0: Justice.
2: Okay, and tell me why you love OTEP.
0: I love OTEP because I think her music is really inspirational, and, like, her songs do mean something. And um, she's a very talented, talented singer.
2: All right, so we have your number on caller ID. You are the winner of a free... OTEP Hydra CD, will be calling you in the next hour to get your mailing address. Thank you so much for listening to All You Need to Know Radio. All uh,
0: right. Thank you so much.
2: You're welcome. Congratulations. All right. We got time for one more, and then we're going to get back talking to Mr. Hargrove about Blackfish, it's a movie. Guys, if you have not seen this movie, run to the movie theaters because – You have to be able to see this sad, sad story. Also, if you're in the U.K., it's already on iTunes. So you can do it that way, too. All right, so let's go to area code 985-882. Who am I speaking with, please?
3: My name's Missy, and I'm from Louisiana.
2: Hey, Missy from Louisiana. Tell us why you love OTEP.
3: Well, I like the beat. Um, I go by beat and music, and I like the beat of all the songs, so that's why I listen to it.
2: Have you heard her new album, Hydra? Are you there?
3: Yes, sir. Could you hear me?
2: I can hear you. I didn't hear what you said, though. Have you heard her new album?
3: Yes, and I, I like her music because of the beat. I really like the beat of all of her music, so that's why I listen to it.
2: Awesome. Have you seen the video Apex Predator?
3: No, I have not.
2: Missy, 400,000 people have seen it.
3: Go on Vivo
2: <laughs> and watch it. There will be a test when we call you. I'm kidding. Hey, also, don't forget she's getting, she's coming out on tour, so uh, make sure that you go out and see her live. Have you ever seen her live?
0: Uh, no, sir.
2: You need to be stayed tuned to this show. All you need to know radio because guess what? We'll be giving away free tickets and maybe VIP oh, tickets. Oh gosh! All right. I'll definitely have So, to Missy, be we have your Thank number you. here on caller ID. Thank you so much for calling. All right, let's get back to Mister Hardgrove.
1: Hey, I you know what? You I want to say bit. why I like. I, I want to say why I like OTEP. You've can heard you of OTEP? Jump in here.
0: Wait a minute! I, I, I didn't I, know I'm you a, heard I'm a big of
1: O-Tep fan. fan. Listen, this is – and I'll tell you how I got to be an OTEP fan. I saw Apex Predator and instantly OTEP fan because she's provocative, but she pulls it off. Like, listen, everybody wants to be provocative, right? Going back to Madonna, everybody's tried to be provocative. OTEP pulls it off, and she's genuine, and that's what I liked about her right away. So if you're out there and you're not already an OTEP fan – Watch her Apex Predator video, and I think she's gonna like it.
2: Did Did you know there's four hundred thousand views on it? Over that, actually, by now I'm sure. That's just what I saw on her Facebook page the other day. It's just amazing. Did
0: you know that? Sure. Yeah, you cut you're out there a little bit at the end, list. so I'm I just no, that's
2: okay. I said that she that over four hundred thousand people have watched it. And I saw that on her Facebook page a couple of days ago. You know what? I'm going to see if I can arrange. I'm going to see if I can get in contact with her management people and get you an autographed copy of her current CD.
1: I did not okay. know you were Please a no Okay, man. Thank you. I'd like that. Yeah, she's a, she pulls off provocative, so that's what I look for in somebody. If you're going to go for provocative, especially in today's day and age, you got to be able to pull it off, and she does. so. And I have
3: read something about her. She's very much an animal lover and supports uh, anything against animal cruelty. And she really believes in
1: that cause. Well, there you go. I love her even more now. So that's all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she's a vegetarian I read, that. so. Yeah, awesome. she's definitely a vegan. I've read that. I've read that too. Um, okay. Well, and, and, and you know, and this is where we've gotten some big name people. Like you know, I went on Bill Maher did his interview, and he's a huge animal lover. And these people that, you know, have fame and have this platform and are now giving giving us more of a platform to get this message out. So I'm so appreciative of the people like Bill Maher, like now Kim Basinger, Matt Damon, these people that are going out there and saying, look, SeaWorld, you know, should be closed, or, you know, don't go to SeaWorld with their current business right. model um and to we, hear that those Ellen animal rights uh, get me on Allen I'd love to go on Ellen. yeah we've got to get we'll you have on Allen at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to dance sure, I know you can
3: do it you could do I it i it off
1: I'll, I'll figure <laughs> <Sure>. something out <laughs> pretend you're in the water <laughs> okay I'll do
3: it anything do for it. the it's animal right anything
1: that's true once well, you put it like that you frame it like that I'll do I'll do I'm willing to humiliate myself it it, uh, it helps animals
2: out. Okay, let's get back to this real quick. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean you have to like animals. I I, I don't. I get love it. animals. I'm sometimes. like Robin. I'm just like. Okay, real quick, let's do station ID. You're listening to All You Need to Know Radio. We are at an extended time because of our special guest John Hargrove discussing the movie Blackfish. Okay, John. This is your time to sell this movie to the public. How will it change people's perception of SeaWorld if they go see this movie? You hear all the you hear all the plugs about SeaWorld and the PR crap because that's exactly what it is. This company cares nothing about these animals. They are a meal ticket to them. That's it, which is a damn shame.
1: Yep. You're on. This this is what I want to say to people. This is not about the trainers. We, the trainers, we love those whales. We're there because as children, that was our passion, that was our dream, and we truly are there because we love them and want the best life for them. But that's not what corporate sea world is there you're exactly right they do not give a damn about those animals those animals are nothing more than profit makers for them and i think that people when they go to see this movie they're going to be faced you know they're going to be forced to face the reality of what they've really been contributing to blindly all these years because we we're we're all victims of that. We're, we get sucked in by thinking like, well, it's entertainment and it's okay and the commercial looks so great and the trainers look like they love the whales so much. But you're going to, to be forced to face that this is just not right anymore. And especially in 2013, keeping animals, especially these types of animals, in captivity, in captivity for entertainment purposes is a thing of the past. And we've evolved past the 70s, the 80s. We do not think like that anymore. And every successive generation, we evolve with our thinking on authors, gay rights, and how uh, black people, white people, Hispanics, animal rights, we get better. And I think it's time in 2013, because of films like Blackfish, you're going to see this and you're going to save yourself. It's time that these animals deserve better than to just treat them like circus animals and circus clowns. And, I was and about to say that it's
3: like our, our, the thing with the elephants. When no one knew how bad the elephants were treated until it was brought to light. And that's
2: what that's you're exactly doing in right. the
0: movie. So it's well, this I say hats time, off you to know what? you, John
2: Hargrove. It's, it's, it's time. I say hats off to you.
0: Thank uh, you. you. Thank you very I much. I know
2: that. I know that also being a part of this film has brought you a little bit of uh celebrity. When we when we put on our Facebook and Twitter you were going to be on our show, we actually got an influx of emails of people saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm at work. I'm not going to be able to see this." Um, you know, can we please make sure it's <laughs> going to be cool. posted? Uh, Steven Jaws or something like that. I might be not saying his name right. So, But you've got some fans out there. You've also got some people that are trying to hang on your coattails, so to speak, that are out and out blatantly lying on the radio. And let's talk about David Kirby, if you can, without jumping through the
1: phone. <laughs> Okay, wow, that's De- interesting that you bring that up now why Why did you bring David Kirby out? What did you hear?
0: Well,
2: I heard that there is a book out there called Death at Sea World, so I went and googled it, and just for fun, I typed your name in and then put Death at Sea World with your name and the book and it pops up, and it appears that you're supposed to be something like an
1: anonymous trainer in his book is that yeah, true? okay no it's not true and uh now i know exactly where you're going with this so uh gosh i guess it was two or three months back maybe now at this point um he did an, a radio interview and in the radio interview he said that i was in his book and in Death at sea world which had, it was released last summer and um when I got called and I was told that he just gave this interview and said I was the anonymous trainer in his in, in his book. I was completely floored by it because I've never given an interview to David Kirby. I've uh, never shared with him any of my experiences about my career at SeaWorld. Um, I've also never even read the book, Death at SeaWorld. So to hear that I was an anonymous trainer in his book uh was news to me for sure. I honestly have no idea why he thinks that, but any any information about my career uh with the whales at SeaWorld in France, uh, if any of that is in that book, um, that was done so without my knowledge or consent. So, um, yeah, it was it was news to me to hear that information. And because I have not read the book, I honestly don't know what parts of the book um, that he's referring to as the anonymous I mean, that's trainer. What or even that other are for.
2: That's what lawyers are for. Because <laughs> I wouldn't waste your time reading this book because it's not true. If he's lying about you being the anonymous trainer, Robin, what kind of credibility does that give you in your mind?
3: Well, I think he's just trying to make a buck. He's just trying to play off the movie that apparently he either knew was coming out or he timed it to come out at the same Time and uh, is trying to get people to buy his book.
2: Well, the movie yeah would have
3: bought it anyway. Just
2: the movie, by the way, is well, a and documentary, and documentaries normally don't make any money. This movie is definitely hitting a nerve, and I would be completely shocked if it's not affecting SeaWorld in some way, form or fashion. It's made over a million dollars, which is it, it, I, isn't that right, John? Is it more than that by now, hey, Luke? can you hear me I can hear you,
1: Luke. I can hear you, okay, I'm sorry. you cut out there what can you repeat what you said back where you said it's made it's made right
2: at that's where I lost that's, you. That's okay. made at least a million dollars or more yeah, than that by now.
1: Just, I think we just crossed the two million dollar mark,
2: okay, so it's All even right. a million more than i. Thought. Okay. Can and, it be and, up and, for know, an Oscar
3: when, for an Academy Award in documentaries?
2: That was my next question. Isn't it up for stuff? Well, it,
1: yeah, we're, we're ele- we meet the eligibility for it to be nominated for an Academy Award. That would, of course, be amazing if that happened. of course, nobody has a crystal ball and knows that will. But you know, reviewers and some big, re- big-time reviewers from like Yahoo, and you know, Ro- you know, Ro- I don't know if Rolling Stone was one of the ones that did it too, but they were one of the 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 ones that gave us a, a glowing review. But we started getting these big reviews where people started saying that it was and going to be nominated for an Oscar. So initially, it was just like, how cool was this? We got one review, and it was a big reviewer, and they said that. And then we started getting more and more and more uh, of people saying, like, this is definitely going to get an Oscar nomination. So I hope I didn't just jinx fit by saying that. But yeah, it would be incredible. And um, I would love to see that for the director, Gabriella Copperthwaite, because you can imagine as a filmmaker, I mean, just that her film, um, you know, got made official selection for Sundance is like the holy grail for filmmakers. But right. now, for documentary got nominated and just where I would feel so proud about that is, you know, this movie has allowed me to reach more people and tell the story about these whales. You know, when I'm one-on-one with people and I'm telling them about my relationship with Kasaka or with Takara, I mean, they're amazed by it, but but this movie has now allowed me to tell so many more people Those stories and those whales Their name and the story of that whale And that's where I am so Grateful that it's given me that Platform because those whales deserve it Those whales deserve a voice And if we can can, If we get nominated for an Academy Award It's just so important to me Because this is the way that I can still care For them you know it's brutal for me Leaving those whales Uh, You know I don't know if I'll ever get over it Leaving those whales behind But for me right now just to even
2: Let's give the movie some love real quick. Uh the critics the critics picked the New York Times Blackfish. Blackfish truly harrowing. Herring Film Journal. A mesmerizing psychological thriller Variety Magazine. Astonishing Slate Magazine. You'll never go to SeaWorld again Indy Wire. Enthralling the Wall Street Journal. You have rarely seen footage this tense, the village voice. Extraordinarily a must-see New York Daily News. So one of the this one of the most striking things I've ever seen all year, film.com. I mean, it's just review, glowing review after review. I mean, it's just amazing. This movie deserves it. And I want to find out, Robin, write me a note, please. I want to find out who we get in contact to make sure this film is nominated
3: they have to be an academy member but i mean
2: we can email people and stuff oh, so, sure. yeah okay yeah. let's move on to another thing john did you work with other former trainers that work for sea world in the film and what do they think about these things do they have ideas the same as you do
1: Oh, the, the other trainers that are in the film, um, Blackfish as well. Actually, I never worked with them because those guys, um, they were from the Florida park, and my entire career, the bulk of it was SeaWorld of California, and then I began and ended my career at the Texas SeaWorld, and then I was also in France for a couple of years. So I was never in Florida, and they were also from a different um, time period so they they had all been gone from SeaWorld by the early 90s so they've been gone from SeaWorld for about 20 years um so we didn't uh you know and I just left SeaWorld last last August but yeah I mean we all came together obviously for the film but when when I gave my interview for the film um they were still keeping me anonymous at that point so the other trainers didn't even know they knew that an experienced SeaWorld mm-hmm. trainer was going to be in the film, but they didn't know my name. Um, oh, you mean I you actually even, really were anonymous? At first. 20%. Yeah, they, were, they kept me as no, a filmmaker. I'm saying that
2: David Kirby said he was, but he actually really oh. was in this film.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I really was anonymous up until Sundance. Uh, so, you know, in and, SeaWorld, and SeaWorld was hot on the trail trying to figure out if I was in the film or not. Uh, and they, they ended up figuring out, like, the day the day that we were premiering it at Sundance. But, yeah, but back to your, your point about the other trainers, you know, we came together for, you know, we united for the cause of that we, we all had a story to tell because we had all been killer whale trainers at SeaWorld. But we had very different stories to tell, and we had very different experiences. Like, you know, where we're the same is that we want a better life for these whales but even amongst us you know there are differences and we have different viewpoints and different opinions uh, even on training and I think you know what largely um, contributes to that is you know a lot depends on which park you're in and then also how much experience you have so experience also will influence um, just the way that you feel about the whales I know like just to give an example one of the things that we you know we disagreed on was that those trainers didn't feel like the whales lost much by when water work stopped, when we stopped swimming with the whales after Dom was, was killed. And I couldn't disagree more. I I believe 100% that the the biggest part of the whale's life was water work. Um, you know, you're just, you just, there's a well, level of intimacy quick, you're have with to, water work that you
2: John, since you brought that up, you're going to have to explain that because our listeners aren't going to know what you mean by that. Um, so, so just real about quick, the water work? go ahead. Yeah, about being in the water with the whales, and now there is a federal injun- There is a federal court order that says trainers can no longer be in the water with the whales. Go ahead and explain right.
1: that. Right. So we, you know, anyone who's come to SeaWorld and they've seen us through these spectacular shows in the water with the whales and we're diving off the whale's nose and all that, all that came to a screeching halt. Halt! After Dom was killed, February twenty-four, two thousand and ten, we were all pulled out of the water. So even though we were still allowed to interact with the whales, those of us that were a high enough level and over the wall, we were not allowed to do uh, the in-water interaction, as we call it, water work anymore. So one of the differences between um, the the trainers, you know, myself, and some of the other trainers in the film is, you know, they felt that uh, by the whales losing water work that that really didn't affect them or they really wouldn't care about that at all and I completely disagree with that because I believe strongly that water work was the biggest part of the whale's life. There's so much more that you can do in the water with the whales than you can do with them dry. There's so much more variability that you can give them and also just speaking about your relationship with the, the animal, if you take two trainers that both have 10 years of experience and both of them work the whales the same amount of time, but one trainer swims with the whales and one does not, the trainer who swims with the whales is going to have this stronger relationship because there's there's a level of intimacy that you just yeah It's just right. much more intimate. So, you know, but that just goes to show you, you know, they, they just, you know, coming from the Florida Park, and I'm not going to blame that on the Florida Park, but just a combination of Florida Park and also uh, the, the era of when they were trainers, and then also how much experience that they had. That's what shaped their opinion that they didn't feel like the whales were losing much or anything. Where I felt, with based off of my experience in you know 14 years in the industry over a 19-year period that I feel very strongly the whales lost the biggest part of their life. And now that's where I feel like SeaWorld has a moral responsibility to fill that void. If the trainers are never going to swim again, because it is, I mean, we can't debate it. I mean, obviously trainers are safer if they're not in the water with killer whales. You know, that, that's yeah. a fact. But those whales, then you need to replace that very stimulating part of their life that they lost. If you're going to take that away from them, and these whales are in captivity because you put them there for profit, you have a moral responsibility to fill that void. So that's how I Absolutely. feel about it. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, real quick, and, and real could, quick,
2: le- yes, real ahead. quick, we need to let everybody know you are listening to All You Need to Know Radio. This is Luke Diesel, your host with Robin and John Hargrove, the star, one of the stars of the movie Blackfish. In theaters right now, you need to go see it. We are in a special extended version of All You Need to Know Radio, heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday at 6 p.m. Make sure you tell your friends and family about it. Now, let's get back to this. John, let me ask you, first of all, let me thank you so, so much. You were supposed to be with us for 10 minutes. You've almost been with us for an hour. We are, are very thinking? grateful. This is fun. I'm, I'm
1: grateful. Thank you.
2: Absolutely. This is kind of an emotional question, but I really feel like it needs to be asked.
0: Is uh, that okay? Um, okay.
2: <laughs> have you, you can ask ever me anything. Go been ahead. attacked? Okay, I want to repeat this so. Because... Okay. Have you ever been attacked in the water by the whales?
0: Yes, I have
2: more than once. More than once. Okay.
1: So Did you want want change
2: me the way you felt about the whale? And then I want you to tell me about the experience if you don't mind.
1: mind. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It did. It, just speaking for my, for you know, speaking for myself, it did not affect the way I felt about that animal or my relationship with that animal. Um, you know, some some incidents are more severe than than others, but I've been in more than one where the whales have grabbed me in their mouth and pulled me under the water and help me under, and you would think in those situations that you would be panicked thinking this apex predator, back to Otep <laughs> there, right there, um, this, apex predator, <laughs> this apex predator has you under the water and w- when are they going to let you surface or are they going to let you surface, but really what's happening in your mind is it's, it's hurting your feelings because you're so close to this animal and your relationship is so strong. That you're thinking, or just in my case, tell you how I was thinking. I was thinking, like, I can't believe you're doing this to me. Like, why, you know, what's going on? Why are you upset? And, you know, can't believe you're doing this. That's what was going through my mind. You're not even thinking about when are you going to bring me back to the surface. At that point, you're really trying to behaviorally decipher what is going on here and how can I get out of it. How can I redirect this animal around and, uh, you know, whatever they're upset and why about. Why do they do that? You know, I'm sorry?
3: And why do they do that? Do they think they're just playing with you like you're another whale?
1: No. Or, definitely, are they upset? It, it, It's definitely because they they get upset. You know, they don't ever – we teach the whales to etiquette. So even in the beginning stages of water work, we teach them etiquette and personal distance, and they know that no part of their body can touch our our body unless we ask for it because they understand how delicate and fragile we are. And them just swimming past us and letting a pectoral flipper hit us could break our bones. So those whales and their etiquette is so precise. That any time we have an incident, it, it's it's an aggressive incident. So that whale is making that choice. I'm pissed off. I'm going to take this out on you. So at that point, you need to your best armor, your best defense is your relationship. You can. I've seen it before with my own eyes. I mean, you can be a brilliant trainer behaviorally, um, um, but or and you can also be in the, the you know top physical condition, but if your relationship is not where it needs to be, you're toast. So, you know, I've seen whales be more forgiving to, to trainers that maybe could have been better behaviorally or could have been in better shape, but because their relationship was where it needed to be and they had spent the time that they needed to spend on it and they had given that animal the level of respect and dignity they deserved yeah, they got out of that it. situation. That's right.
3: And so, you know, well, I, I, I work always with in my horses career, a lot, and that's the same
1: thing um, you, when I you, work with horses. You have, to, you have to approach it that way. You know, you the, the, I believe very strongly, and I would teach it to younger trainers, like, you know, when you're working these animals, if you have the mindset of I am the trainer and you are the whale and you're going to do what I say, this whale is going to either humiliate you at least or at worst you're going to end up dead. <laughs> You cannot work in mm-hmm. that way. you have to approach it very much from a look, we are a team here, and stuff mm-hmm. that I need you to do, I need to make that fun and reinforcing for you, so you will want to do it and anything that you do for mm-hmm. me, I appreciate and respect you for that i mean if you approach
0: yeah.
1: if you approach your training that way you your success rate with those whales will will be it will it will be reflected. And um, you know, I just believe very much. Like I, I you know, and, and not to to bag on you know newer trainers because when you're new you do make these mistakes or whatever. But all the time I would be like, don't do that. That's very disrespectful. Like like, mm-hmm. like think about this whale right now is giving you their undivided attention right now. Like you, they deserve the same thing in return. Don't be like working them and then having casual conversations with people off to the right. That's, how rude is that? I mean, think about it even in people terms if we would do that. People would be like, you know, like at dinner, put your phone away. If you look at your phone one more time while you're having dinner with me, I'm out of here. But, you know, you kind of look at it like that. You have to give those – those whales are giving you a lot of respect by working with you and knowing that they are more powerful and dangerous than you, and you better give them the respect back or you're going to get it. That's
3: right. I agree.
2: Okay, let's talk about the little rumor I've heard.
1: That maybe you're writing a book. Oh, oh boy! I don't even want to ask you who 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 got that one from. Um, am I writing a book? Uh, I, I don't know. know. You are, I write a I book?
3: Am a reader, and I would love to read it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did, you um, I, oh, yeah, did you hear thank that? We you said? for saying that. I, uh, Robin, thank you for saying. I do appreciate. It. I will. What, what can I say? I will say this: that um, being back in New York. Since all this happened, and New York is such a fantastic city to be in to explore new things, um, I have been approached um, by a few different angles about a book. So I am I am exploring that option right now. So uh, before it was something that I, I didn't give much uh, time or attention to, but but now the things that are happening now and that are being presented to me now are um definitely making me think it through. Let's say that. Is that good enough? Yeah.
3: I would think just from the short time I've interacted with you on the show today, I would think if you thought it would help the whales in the future, it would you would really be more apt to do it. If you thought it would benefit and bring more, I think it would I, I think I think you would do it. (laughs) You would figure it out and, you know, help the whales even
1: more. Thank you for uh, recognizing that. And I just, what's important for me is I really, I want these whales that I worked with for years and years and years and swam with them for so many years. I want people to know their name and I want people to know their story and I want people to know what they're capable of and Mm -hmm. what they gave me. And then also to to show people, like, li- listen, I can tell you because I was there every single day what we gave those whales and what we didn't and what they needed and what they didn't get. You know, this is not, I'm not, you know, a journalist trying to find out information. I lived this right. life. I was there every single day for years. I can tell you exactly what we did and what we didn't do. And Real quick and in the... From, real
2: quick in the- in the interest and in fairness, we did try to contact SeaWorld, and we were given so many different phone numbers
1: that Uh-oh, it was unbelievable. Wait, say that again. Say that again,
2: Luke. In the instant of fairness, we did try to contact SeaWorld. However, we were given so many different phone numbers. We have not heard back from anyone at the time we went to the show. Robin, the final question for Mister Hargrove.
3: Um, just that what else would be something that he would want to do to help the whales other than what he's already doing? What else could be done? It's kind of it seems like a kind of a grassroots thing started and I right. can only imagine your walking away from being with them was the hardest thing you ever did, but you did it for the long term betterment of their lives.
1: Um. I did, and, uh, you know, there were a lot of reasons why I left. Injuries played a role. My constant fights with management on different issues, how they handled Don and Alexis being killed, how they testified at the OSHA hearings that they had no knowledge, we had even a dangerous job. I mean, all those things contributed to me being like, okay, this is over. But what what I feel like, and you're right, in, in a lot of ways this is grassroots, but, you know, there's so many brilliant minds out there, and this is one of the big mistakes I think SeaWorld made all these years is they never reached across the table to these these orca researchers, these world-renowned orca researchers, because we were very closed off. It's like, oh, that's those guys and we're these guys. It was very much two mm-hmm. separate groups, the captivity group and the, the wild. And it's a big mistake because some of these world-renowned orca researchers, Ingrid Vitzer, uh, Naomi Rose, they know so much about, Killer whale behavior in the wild, and now, you know, the orca's could have come never been known to kill anybody in the
3: wild, have
1: they? They haven't, and you know, a lot of people talk about that. And me, honestly, my my opinion of that is it's a proximity issue. If you had oh, the amount of people on those whales out in the wild, like we had, you know, at SeaWorld, you would have incidents, and you would have killer whales that would have killed people. Well, they're animals. I mean, they are animals. Out.
3: They, yeah,
1: right. I mean, and you they're have highly to evolved, aggressive first. apex predators. Exactly yeah. right. At the end of the day, they're killer whales. Yeah, and that's what people yeah. have to and realize. So you know, in the wild, you don't see people riding around with them and foot pushing around and doing hydros off of them. So I do right. believe that's it's a proximity true. issue. But you know, I, I I want I want the really smart minds out there and, um, that. Maybe they're not even animal people at all. Maybe they're just brilliant-minded people to come up with some good ideas. Like this is now everybody. Well,
2: we, to to we are going to post our interview on their Facebook page. So there oh, will be no doubt of them <laughs> knowing how this is affecting the public. John, in forty-five seconds, what would you yeah, like to yeah, see? I feel wa- I feel do? very
1: watched at this point. Anyway, so I I'm pretty sure they're uh, they're watching my <laughs> they're my my interviews and my, but but you know I, I want bet. you know to fin- you know to finish that question because I think it's important. I I want the brilliant-minded people out there. You don't even have to be an animal person, but help us to think of you know the next step. The next step for me that I'm clear about are Let's end killer whales in captivity. Let's phase this out. Let's successfully phase this out. We're only going to phase yeah. that out if we stop SeaWorld the uh, from their their artificial insemination program and their captive breeding program. And I think people to force Seaworld to change their business model, you have to stop going through that turnstile, and you got to tell them why. I'm not coming because it's not acceptable to me that you're taking this calf away from their mother, that you're moving whales around parks to fit a business need, that you're putting whales into pools that are only eight feet deep, that, you know, over and over and over again, you know, these facilities haven't been updated since the mid-1980s those are the reasons why you need to tell SeaWorld that their business model is no longer good enough and that's why you're not going to get my business and my money because the whales aren't getting that money anyway. And then from there, and and then, you know, that's the basics, and that's what I'm sure about. And then from there, what we do, that's where it's like let's all come together. Let's get the brilliant-minded orca researchers. Let's get the brilliant-minded people that not not even be animal people, and let's come up with what the next step is and how we get there,
3: and this and the same for dolphins too, wouldn't you agree?
1: Absolutely, I think any. I'm just against really any animals in captivity for entertainment purposes. Okay. I just think that's wrong. I mean, I don't think a size could even be uh, an issue. I mean, obviously it makes it worse, but I mean. Really, come on, people. In 2013, don't you think we have evolved past the point where we need to put animals in captivity for our entertainment? On display. I mean, go get a DVD. Yeah. I mean, come on. You
0: exactly. know, put,
1: get something on Netflix and do something like that. I mean, there are so many better options out there than using these animals yeah. that I believe have a soul and you're just using them in very degrading ways. Because these shows, this is what I want to end with because this is important. I challenge any of you to go out there, see any San show, and tell me, do you think there's any dignity in those shows for those whales?
0: No. The
1: way that those shows are showcasing those whales, there's no dignity in those shows for those animals, and those animals deserve the utmost dignity because they are apex predators. You know, they're, they're, they're the top in the whole entire world, and you're you're displaying them in a way that's very degrading.
2: I agree. Absolutely. Well, you have been listening to John Hargrove with Blackfish, the movie. If you have not seen this movie about the captivity of killer whales, how SeaWorld truly treats them like entertainment during the day, and they treat them like caged animals, literally, at night. This is a movie that you must see. And be ready. Be ready for it to hit your conscience because it's going to. Mr. Hardgrove, thank you so much for joining us on All You Need to Know Radio. Also, everybody out there, make sure that you are looking for possibly a book from John J. Hardgrove. Who knows? You are listening to <laughs> All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, Luke Diesel, with the amazing
3: Robin. Thank
1: you, John, so much. Luke, Robin, thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great
0: evening.